When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop with you. It's men's semifinal day at the Australian Open and the women's finalists have been decided after the two semifinals last night. It'll be the defending champion, Arena Sabalenka up against Chen Wenjing from China, aiming to become the second Chinese player to win an Australian Open after Lee Na did it 10 years ago. A big part of the SEN tennis team is Mark Woodford, and he joins us again this morning. Hello, Mark. Hey, good morning. Gee, that was a high-quality semi-final. the first one last night, wasn't it, between Sabalenka and Coco Goff. It just seemed right at the end there, just the power of Sabalenka was just too much. Yeah, which which is good to see that 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 uh, in those close, um, tense moments in in matches that she can rely upon the, the weapons in her game, and she she does have multiple weapons, and they you know she's been you know they've been all firing it seems during the tournament, but uh, you, you know in those close moments and including the first set tiebreaker, um, you know the serve as well as the the cannon. Uh, forehand and backhand, they um, that they I think shone through. That that really got her over the line in the end. She seems really relaxed this tournament. She spoke about it afterwards, saying, you know, she's not really thinking about defending her title. If she doesn't defend it, it just means she doesn't have the points to defend next year. It's not the end of the world. It seems to be reflective in her tennis. At times, she can be you know firing a bit erratic, but she just seems pretty relaxed out there. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think they're t- two very good words to describe it, fiery and erratic and, and, and probably uh, emotional. And that sometimes it does reflect in her game in the past. But, you, you know, now that she is a Grand Slam champion and, uh, you know, vying for these majors, I think she's just learning how to navigate her way, um, you know, through those moments and against a, a spirited opponent like Coco Golf. What did you make of Coco's performance? Is there much... She could have done different. I mean, they were very close sets, both of them. Is it when she looks back? Is there something she could have done a bit better? Oh, uh, look, I, I for, for me and and Coco, given given that she's still so young, which is, you know, you feel like she's been around for maybe a decade, um, but but uh, because she started so young as well. But you know, it's, this is still the learning curve for her. Her time is coming. She she's made some uh, key improvements. I, I, I think it's been such a bonus working with Brad Gilbert, who, you know, is, it just can help a, a be a little, little more analytical. Um, and uh, I, I think, you know, we'll see Coco uh, win an Australian Open uh, as well as some other slams in years to come. It sort of felt like the winner of that semi-final will, will be the red-hot favourite uh, in the final. Is that the way you see it, that it's going to be it's going to be a, a Genuine upset if, if Sabalenka doesn't go on and win it from here? 
<laughs> you know, never say never. No. I mean, the, fi- the finals, uh, you, you, you know, yes, I think Sabalenka does start the, the favourite. Um, and, and I think I said earlier in, in one of our chats as well that, you know, underneath um, the, the courts, around the, the traps, so to speak, that there was a lot of talk about Zhang. Um, you know the way that she was had had been playing and entering the tournament, and um, you, you know she, she's there. Um, she's obviously in good form. She doesn't have the the same experience at uh, in in this big stage uh, as Sabalenka, but uh, her game is solid. Um, the the only thing that that I wonder about is in these big matches because it is the first time for Zhang to to walk out there. She's got to, to deal with a lot more nervous energy than Sabalenka, who's been there and done it before. So at those times, parts of your games, the weaker parts of your game, they can be a little more vulnerable, and it's the serve with Zhang. If she can the start, probably the first 10 minutes for Zhang, I think will give us an idea whether she's going to be competitive. She certainly uh, you, you know, has the game, uh, the style to, to take on Sabalenka, but it is a big ask in her first final. So clearly, Mark, and you've been there before, You know, I'm sure you probably felt different in your first Grand Slam final than you did to your second. So just listening to that answer, you think experience plays a, a big role in, in these finals? Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. I, I, I do. You know, and, and it starts from you know, in the locker room. You, you know, you've gone from early in the week when you've got many players that are there. Right now, to, you know, um, tomorrow, it, it's going to be a, a bare locker room. Um, so she's, it's a solitary moment. And then as their players, you know, just that walk that the TV covers so well down the hallway through the names of um, the champions that have won. And, and it resonates bigger on the last day than it does earlier in the tournament. You seem to take a lot more notice of, uh, you, you know, the historical factor. And then when you walk out to the court and the, the crowds on that, that the cheers on the last day as well, they seem to be amplified a whole lot more. So a lot more for Zheng to actually handle than Sabalenka, who last year had, had that benefit of, of well, experiencing it. Before we get stuck into the men's semi-finals, speaking to Mark Woodford, big part of the SEN tennis coverage, I've got to ask you about the doubles. Uh, Matty Ebden through to the finals and Rowan Bopana, 43 years of age, the number one doubles player in the world. You've got to get the racket back out, Mark. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of both. I'm, I'm laughing. It is quite comical at 43 that Rowan has been, uh, you, you know, regardless of the result, will be number one uh, come Monday. It is a great achievement. And whether you do it in your 20s, 30s or 40s, but I think it's more of a feather in your cap if you can do it in your <laughs> early 40s. But, you know, great job for, for Matt, uh, you know, to pair up with Bopana. And they've been, you know, really one of the hot teams in the, in the, the doubles game. But, uh, yeah, I just, at times I wonder, is that a is that a, a reflection on the standard of doubles mm. in a big picture? Because Rohan has been playing for, you know, a couple of decades and, you know, does at 40 plus years of age, is all of a sudden he's starting to play some of his best tennis or is it because we're not having some of the best singles players compete in doubles at the Grand Slams? What's your gut feel there? Do you think it's the former or the latter? I think it's a, a much, much the latter, the latter <laughs> there. That, that it, unfortunately, it's 
the level of doubles at Grand Slams has uh, is questionable these days. So uh, I, I was at an event yesterday at Kuyong and I, I saw Richard Fromberger, uh, a former teammate, and, uh, you know, he, he said, Woody, he said, you know, you and Todd, you know, you, you get back out there. I think you guys can, you know, give the title a push. <laughs> was Frommy wearing a visor? From he was not actually. Oh, I thought he, was, he always wore a visor. I I know I know that was that was his signature look, wasn't it? But he it was good to see him out on the tennis court. We we had a charity event, and uh, boy, he he's still able to send that big serve down. Boy, yeah, he's a good pl- <laughs> good player back in the day. Hey, speaking of uh, the men's semi-finals, so Novak he's ten from ten, as we know in semi-finals uh, here at Melbourne Park. Sinners won two of the last three matches against Novak, though. Yeah. What yep. what chance do you give him of? of getting through and finally ending Novak's run in semis at Melbourne Park? Well, I, you know, the four guys that have that have arrived at semifinals day today, I, I mean, they're all in with a chance. I, I have felt, though, at the, from the beginning of the tournament, they're all chasing Novak. And, and even though Novak is not, maybe we haven't seen some of his best tennis, but he's still there. And the longer he stays in, the more dangerous he becomes because he's been there 10 times uh, here in Australia and, and uh, you, you know, but so many other times at, at the other slams. But, you know, this is a guy, um, and, and I do call him my son. I, I love the similarity. <laughs> but, he, <laughs> but he is such a clean ball striker off of both forehand and backhand. And uh, um, the, the, the one area that I, I'm just, I, I, I guess will, he will answer later today is the five-set format, and these are the new experiences for Yannick Sinner. This, this is his best result here at the Australian Open. He's never made a Grand Slam final before, so it's, it is absolutely new territory. So he also has to handle the, the nervous tension that comes with being um, in the semifinals and riding on the fact that he's beaten Novak two of the last three times they've played. So there are elements there. Yes, he can do it. It's can he take on the the greatest of all time uh, um, in in today's semi? Go on, say it. He's coached by Darren Kale. Where's Darren Kale from? I, I was going to save the South Australian, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> dive there, and I did see Killer yesterday as well. He was at the same event, and I think he was. He was quietly, uh, well, he's overjoyed with Yannick reaching the semis, but. Uh, my fellow South Australian is quietly confident that he can do it. He's a good coach, isn't he, Darren Cale? His record is unbelievable. What about the second semi-final tonight? There's a bit of no love loss between these two, Daniel Medvedev and Alexander Zverev. Jeez, uh, if Zverev serves like he did the other night, he's going to be pretty hard to beat. Which which Zverev are we going to see? You know, is it is it the fatigue, battle-weary um, uh, Zverev? That that uh, is overjoyed to have played like that against Alcaraz, but surely his uh, his body has got to be like screaming out to him. So it's it's really about the powers of recovery for for Zverev, and does he take on that same mindset? If he can play like he did against Alcaraz, mate, he he, he could even win the final. Um, it, that was one of the best matches that I've ever seen Sasha Zverev play. But of course, it's just how that body is going to withstand. Um, you know, it's not, it's not just how he, he's feeling. 
I tell you, he's got a big ball striker up the other end who has a healthy winning record against him. And uh, as you say, sometimes when there's no love lost between the, the opponents, uh, that, that just uh, acts as a, you know, it, it is a kick on. So you got Medvedev as the favourite in that one? <clears throat> Based on what I've seen so far, I, I am going to go with Zverev because he does have a fantastic five-set record. And and uh, I, I've, I just... I've believed in him. The more I've seen him play this uh, this AO, um, I, I'm really loving the way he plays. So I think I think it's dangerous for Medvedev. So I'm going to give a slight edge to to Zverev in the second one, but I'm certainly going to stick with uh, with Novak, even though it's my against my son and it's against. Oh, the, uh, I thought South blood Australian. was sick. I thought blood was sick in the water. <laughs> I know. Well, it's not. Clearly not. Uh, Mark, as always, uh, thanks so much for your time and uh, we look forward to the semis and the women's final tomorrow night. Enjoy. Yeah, cheers. Hopefully we get a lot of you listening on SEN.